And welcome to my wonderland, everybody. It's episode 84. We are now in season five of the show. And there are a couple of things that every living person on this planet is doing right at this moment. One is breathing and the other one is aging. Well, yeah, duh, Jeff. So frickin' what, you might say. And fair enough. And of course, I have touched on the subject of getting older previously, but a new realisation has come to light. New for me, anyway. And whilst it's probably a bit different for everybody, the fact is this. We don't recover as quickly from, say, hangovers and minor ailments as we used to when we were younger. Now, I know that sounds like another no-brainer, but it's also something that we can easily forget at 11 o'clock on a Friday night, just as we forget how old we actually are as we're getting older, because we still feel kind of more or less like we did 20 years or more before. And of course, I'm talking about feeling the same mentally, you know, not physically, even though some people do manage to maintain a good physical condition for quite a long time, bastards. But sooner or later, even the well-maintained physical bits are going to start not working as well as they used to. And it's bloody annoying, and it's not fair, because we're working our balls off to stay in good shape, but there's only so much we can do about it, and that's just the way it is. Anyway, look, I want to crap on about this a bit more, because mostly, I think it's worth crapping on about, and you never know, I might actually have a couple of observations which prove useful to someone, somewhere, somehow. Well, anyway, I'm game if you're game. So let's stop pussyfooting around and get straight to it, courtesy of everyone's favourite segment, Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory Time. And welcome to Theory Time. I'm going to start this one with the subject of hangovers. Because in my line of work as a piano entertainer in bars, this is something that can, if you're not a teetotaler and not careful, happen quite frequently. And then you might find that you have a bit of a problem. Initially, for someone aged between, say, their late teens and their 40s, the main problem would simply be allowing yourself to get so drunk that you fall off the piano stool during the gig and can't do the job which, as you might imagine, can and usually does have an immediate impact on that person's future employability once word gets around. If you're older than that, though, you do find that the amount you're able to put away during and directly after the gig will affect you the following day in a way that it never did when you were younger. And if you have to play the following night, as is often the case, you're not going to be feeling that 100% that you'll want to feel when you launch into your first set. Which, you know, it's not a good thing. It's not disastrous, but it just makes the job a lot more difficult to do. Well, to do as well as you would if you were completely fresh. Or as you might have felt under the same circumstances 20 years earlier. Now, I think this applies to almost any profession, not just piano entertaining. 
And what I'm getting at is that we all need to keep a finger on the pulse of this inevitable shift in our physical and mental abilities as the years roll by and adjust ourselves accordingly wherever we can. It comes down to awareness, really. You know, awareness of exactly where we are in those areas. Not that difficult to do once you're used to it, but very easy to forget from time to time. At which point your body will go, <clears throat> and you'll hopefully readjust accordingly, so to speak. Now, I'm not talking about giving things up that you enjoy. But I am suggesting keeping half an eye on how they affect you as you get older and make the necessary allowances for that. Starting with, and yes, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because it's that important. Drinking at least two and a half litres or a hundred ounces of water every day for the rest of your life. Depending on, of course, how long you want that to go for. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's it for our extremely helpful edition of Theory Time for today. And from there, of course, it's time for us to jump right into the musical part of the show, commonly known as Song of the Day. And today, I would very much like to lay one of my instrumental compositions on you. Now, this one was actually my very first piano instrumental back in mid-2021, and it was literally the result of sitting down at the piano one evening and just playing whatever came into my head whilst the record button was accidentally on, thereby making it by far the most organic, accidental, spontaneous thing I've ever created. Now, had I been aware that it was being recorded, I definitely would have made all sorts of mistakes, as I usually do under those circumstances. But because I was in a completely relaxed, who-gives-a-rats frame of mind, and completely untethered to any kind of expectations, some kind of, I don't know, magic happened. And when I listen back to it now, I'm thinking, where the hell did that come from? Anyway, enough of my blah, blah, blah. Here it is, and just to confuse everybody, including myself, I've called it Nocturne 9.
Yes, Nocturne 9. And of course, it kind of does beg the question, what happened to Nocturnes 1 through 8? And all I can tell you is that you'll be hearing those once I finish work on Nocturne 23. Anyway, in case you're interested in any of my musical creations, you can find everything on the major music streaming services, including Spotify and Apple Music, as well as on my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. Right, now, the next part of the show really needs no introduction, so I'm not going to introduce it, other than to say, get ready for some... Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Now, Kevin. Uh, Jeff Healy. Yes, that's me. How are you, Kev? How are you? Yes, I'm, I'm very contemplative right now, Jeff. I'm very, very contemplative. Kevin, what are you contemplating? I mean, well, really? Something came to mind, you know. I was, I was going through my closet. I have to be a little bit quiet because I'm actually in the closet at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you're still in the closet. Are you going to come out at some point? Of Jeff, that's that's you're not coming out. No, I'm not coming. Well, I will eventually come out of the closet, but that's only that's only literally. That that means an actual closet. I see. So so we won't be setting that aside for another day because that, of course. No, 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 no. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. It's not that kind of coming out, Jeff. But listen. Oh, I see. Okay, listen. Okay, all right. I've got to keep it quiet. Kev, I'm listening. So I'm in the closet. Keep it quiet, man. And I'm rattling through my okay. My clo- luckily, it's lit inside my closet. But anyway, I'm going through my clothing, uh, and I'm thinking, wow, cut. there's some clothes that I wear all the time, and then there are ones that I don't wear right. as often. Right. And um. So, I don't know, like, are there some clothes that you have to put into a section that you don't wear as much, and, and then clothes that you that you keep in one area? Like, how would you organize it? Because, I don't know, how would you do it? How would you do it? Okay, let me put it to you this way, Kev. Do you think that there are things in your closet okay. that you have underworn? Yes, and there are many, many articles uh, of clothing I, that I, I, I underwear. I, I, okay, okay, back up. Beep, 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 beep. You underwear things. Okay, well, let me let me ask you this. Are there items of underwear that you underwear? Wait, wait now. Wait. <laughs> would you say many underwear or many of pieces of my underwear? Would you, would you I've s- underworn many of my underwear. You mean underwears? I have. Now, here's another thing. Here's an, How come underwear is not like... How come you can't pluralize that, Jeff? That's another one of those words like... Like fish. No, that's true. And it, you, you can't. You can't also have a species of fish. Yeah, a species. Well, you can say fishes when they're different species of fish. I don't know, Kevin. But, but you can say I have. Uh, let's have some fishes tonight. Yeah. Right. No, that's that, I, I. I meant. Well, what do I mean by that? Like, it's not. It's not plural. Like more than one. But I mean, like different types of fish. Like one is cod. One is salmon. You can say fishes then. Yeah, you can. Or you can say, but can you have a species? You can't have a species, can you? No, you can't have a one species. No, that's very weird. Wait, now we're totally off track here. We are, okay, but we, let's get back to fish underwear. Because you were saying that you have underworn certain garments in your yeah. closet that you're not coming out of. Exactly. And it's, uh, there's an under... There's a- under, there's an undercurrent. There's an <laughs> and we were t- we were talking about overbite a couple of episodes. There's undercurrent. It, can you overwear something? Miss, miss undercurrent? Is that like miss undercover? Oh no, miss undercover. I don't know. But if you 
if you are, if you cover yourself with underwear, if you yes. are overcovered, what if you use too many pairs of underwear? You would be overcovered with underwear, right? right? And what if you were undercovered with undercovered with overwear? overwear? Yeah, of course. If we say, <laughs> if we if we say, if we say, Shh, Jeff, I'm still in the closet. I'm still in the closet. Relax. Okay. Yeah, I know, Kev, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell anyone, mate. I'm okay. your best friend. I won't tell anyone right. that you're still in the closet. Right. They might suspect. Just hold out a piece of underwear as a kind of like a, you know, like a white flag a white and wave flag. it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then they'll think, ah, Kevin is of clearly underwearing his underwear. But if you have overwear, if you overwear your underwear, does that make it? Where? What is now? Tell me this, then, Jeff. On the, on the same subject, as I look through my closet, yes, I have an overcoat. I've never had an undercoat unless you're a paint, Mike. I've done that with my car. What if you're a paint? If you're a paint, then you could have an you're... undercoat. But can you be a yeah, paint? You could. Can you be a paint? You could be a painter, but you can't be a paint. Can you? a person cannot be a paint? Can they? Or can they? Can they? And if they could. No, they can't. I don't know, Jeff. We have to we have to explore this a little bit further. We do, Kevin. But um, you know, I should point out at this point in time. Yes. Um, that right overwear, undercoat, underpaint, underwear, undercoating, painting, wearing, painting, coating, under, over. Um, I need not say any more, Jeff. It's caught in this closet. It's so hot in here. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And make of Little Kev's claustrophobic closet adventures what you will. But good times will be back, replete with more incisive commentary from the great man and myself on the next episode of The Wonderland. Now, we've all heard the expression, too much of a good thing. But if you're anything like me, despite being aware of this and old enough to know better, we do occasionally ignore it quite often to our peril. Now, the problem with good things, of course, lies in the fact that they are good. And some annoying part of our brains kicks in and rationalises that because good is good, then even more good can't be bad. And as the saying goes, it's all good. Of course, it isn't all good after the second tub of ice cream or the third bottle of New Zealand Marlborough Sauvignon Blanc or the seventh cheeseburger or the thirteenth beer or the fifth Sambuca shot, etc, etc. And, well, you know the rest. But what I want to talk about isn't that type of excess, but something, well, more personal. So, if you'll indulge me, allow me now to lead you into that clearinghouse of clarity, that repository of realisation, that parapet of perspective, which is Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. The less time spent on your own, the better. Now I know how that sounds but the way I mean it might be something other than what you think. So do bear with me as I recklessly hurl the following word in your direction. Solitude. That's something that up until fairly recently has been underrated, in my opinion. But, you know, given the increasing speed of life and the amount of noise which comes at us from every direction pretty much from the time that we wake up until the time that we go to bed again, genuine me time is fast becoming a really valuable commodity. Now, some people will in fact try to tell you that they don't have time for me time, 
And I use the word try because, to me, that excuse never sticks. What is true, though, is that a great many people are overworked, overstimulated, overbooked, overindulged, overstressed, and as a result have lost sight of themselves. And that's not a particularly good place to be. The good news, though, is that taking time out to be on your own is not that hard, especially when you realise it doesn't have to be for that long at a stretch. And in fact, it's far better if it isn't. Because there's a flip side to this coin. People who choose to isolate themselves too much and get into the habit of actively avoiding social contact are doing just as much damage as people who do the opposite. And so, folks, here comes that magic word, balance. Thing is, I reckon we need face-to-face -face interaction with other human beings because others provide a mirror for ourselves by which we get an opportunity to check out our own behaviour, thus helping us to function better as individuals in society. And meanwhile, I think it's just as important to put the same amount of effort into being alone sometimes, to insist on regular me time. And here's the really interesting part of all of this. The less we do it, the more we're likely to enjoy it and to feel the benefit of it. So here's my advice to you. Get out there and get in people's faces and then when you get a chance, go somewhere on your own, anywhere, for a little while and just be in your own space. Because there's no place like your own face. In this case. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that very useful note, we say farewell to Thought of the Day for another show. And, of course, to this episode as well. Thanks for joining me today, folks. And, of course, thanks to Little Kev for returning the silverware and adding his brand of everyday wisdom to our Good Times segment, as only he can. We'll be back Friday after next with another brand new episode, of course. So please join us then for another death-defying ride through the Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.